Welcome into the 731 Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Taylor. This podcast will talk about the people and tell the stories of the 731. Today, really excited about our guest is Heath Ladd from Dynamics Physical Therapy here in West Tennessee. Heath, you guys uh, have a lot of locations. I appreciate you we joining do, me. We do. And first of all, thank you for having yeah. me on. I, yeah. I appreciate being here. Uh, so we're about to open our 17th location uh, in, in all in, in West Tennessee. Uh, that location is going to be Arlington, Tennessee. So awesome. headed down to uh, Shelby County. Uh, it'll be our second location within within the county. Uh, got to have a local guy there. Man, we're we're fired up to be in Arlington. Yeah, we so are. tell me about, um, I guess we can start so many different ways here, but i, I give you a, a quick quiz here. Mm-hmm. For the people listening, what are all your locations in West Tennessee? Oh, <laughs> me. Okay, so we've got Milan, okay. Trenton, Humboldt, Brownsville, McKenzie, Greenfield, Martin, Union City, Dyersburg, Covington, Millington, Arlington, Camden, a few more. A few more. <laughs> well, basically what I'm asking is... Paris, okay. Huntington. Okay. There's there's 15 for you, uh, and there's two more out there floating somewhere. Yeah, okay? and if people, are, if people are listening to this, the reason I'm asking that is they can find you guys anywhere, pretty yeah. much, if yeah, you're, so if you're it, listening to this. Yeah, if, if you are listening to this and you're from or, and live in West Tennessee, yeah. then we are local to you somewhere. Gotcha. Absolutely. Gotcha. Well, let's, uh, let's start back first. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you personally, uh-huh. sure. and then we'll get into the business side. Um Heath Ladd as a kid. Uh-huh. Did did Heath Ladd as a kid know he's going to be a, in physical therapy? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Never, never would have even dreamed it. Uh, I was raised in a small town uh, called Newburn, Tennessee, uh, and really on the, even the outskirts of Newburn. Uh, so raised in a town called Churchton um, and Edgewood. So that, that's kind of the subdivisions I'm from. But small small town guy from a farming family. Uh, so worked a lot uh, my whole life growing up. My dad's rule was that if you're not practicing a sport, then you're helping him in the field. So I played a lot of sports growing yeah, up yeah. Uh, because your your uh, other option is just work. Yeah. Uh, so so his rule was that you're always working on something. Yeah. Okay. W- whatever that is, it doesn't matter. But but we're always trying pushing to be better. Be better at yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, so you know that that was the mentality that I had in. Instilled growing up, uh, and I think that it has helped me as an as an adult for sure. Yeah. So you went to Dyer County High School. Went to Dyer County High School. Uh, country boy from Dyer County. Uh, I did uh, graduated in '99. Uh, then went to community college at, at Dyersburg State. Uh, so anybody that has the opportunity to go to, to go to community, it's like it's a, it's a great deal because yeah. now it's free. Yeah, for the, for the most part. The first two years. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, so started there, uh, then transferred to Middle Tennessee State, uh, where I graduated, uh, and then went to University of Tennessee Health Science Center for PT school. Yeah. Um, and like you said, just kind of re- re- rewinding back to my childhood, uh, you know, sports were my motivation for going into this field. Yeah. Um, but and so I, I knew that I wanted to be around sports. I knew that I really didn't want to coach. That wasn't my passion or interest, uh, but I wanted to be involved in some way. Uh, so I landed on physical therapy. Uh, like a lot of people, when you actually get to physical therapy school and start actually doing the, the practice, you know, you find out that you like a lot more than just treating athletes. I right. mean, I, I found out that I love just treating just the everyday person, you yeah. know, getting getting them back to doing what they love uh, and, and still love treating athletes as well. Uh, but just just enjoy the, the diversity of somebody different coming through the door 
all the time. Okay. Well, let's go, let's go back to that decision to get into the physical mm-hmm. therapy. Obviously, going to, to Dyer County, obviously, I know how big sports are in that area. Oh, huge. Uh, so you were an athlete. You get out of high school. You go to community college. Did you know in that moment, hey, I've got this goal. I want to be a physical therapist. No. Was it more I want to own a company? No, not kinda? at all. I actually started out in computer science. Wow. I okay. did. Um, and then, you know, just did a lot of soul searching, uh, a lot of research, um, did some volunteer work, some observation hours with in, in physical therapy clinics, uh, did not really have great experiences in doing that, uh, but still could kind of sift through and, and put myself in a, in a clinician's shoes. Uh, and, and I could tell, you know, this is something that, that I might want to do. You know, for full time for, for, for a career. Right, That's right, right. That's right. So, um, at this point, you're in college. You graduate college. Um, what happened when you graduated college? Did you take a job with a company that kind of inspired you to create, start your own, or how did that kind of situation work? Uh, so, I graduated physical therapy school uh, and started to work for a private practice in mm-hmm. Martin. Um, and you know what I tell people is, I mean, it, and it was a great, great, yeah. a great practice, a great yeah. experience. Uh, but what I tell people is that. I kind of hit like a Chevy Chase moment in in the movie Vacation, yeah. where the build up to get to Wally World is so big, and then they get to Wally World, and it's a huge disappointment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you have you have you Rob, seen the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So for 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 me and and for Russ too, uh, my my business partner, you know, we graduated school and got into a profession, and we're like, this is what we went to school for seven years for. You know, it, right. was, it was. You wanted it, more, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it was a profession that was stuck in the '80s and '90s, uh, and a lot of times, if you want to see change, you have to be the change. Yeah. Uh, so we we collaborated. We planned for over a year of meeting and writing and writing down business plans, uh, logo, name. You know, whole nine yards. A, a whole nine <laughs> yards. So you know, a, a lot of people don't understand that that when you're planning a business, it takes time. Oh yeah, it takes time. Um, and what, I, what time frame was this? So this was in 2008. Okay. Okay. Is when we started planning. Uh, we opened in 2009. So, so yeah, so we, we got, we got to kind of our career to that, that point and we thought, man, this is just not what we thought it was going to be. So we started planning. We started traveling all across the country to see what are other PTs and other top level clinicians doing in other parts of the country that we can bring back to rural West Tennessee. Okay, so Washington State, Michigan, uh, some stuff in, in, in other parts of Tennessee as well, but literally traveled the country to research and see what are other people doing? Like, wh- is, is there something that, that, that we're missing here in rural West Tennessee that we can bring back and, and, and give to the people? So, so when y'all were talking about this and talking through the process of starting the business, mm-hmm. the number one priority or one of the top priorities sounds like was to be unique, do something that somebody else wasn't well, doing. Well, so when it, whenever we think about business, yeah. okay, uh, you market on your differences. Yeah. So if you're not different, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I mean, so that's that's that, that's what we did. You know, we 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 kind of diagnosed and, and picked apart uh, competition in this area, uh, and and just you know just thought how how can we be different, right? Okay, um, and you know that that goes from so I know that that you don't know this and the listeners probably won't either, but kind of the stereotypical physical therapist uh, is a guy in a polo shirt with khaki pants and white tennis shoes. Okay, like that's that's a 1990s physical therapist. So we so even down to how we dress, we said we're not we're not wearing khakis. Like we are doctors in this profession. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's so, act like it. So 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 <laughs> yeah. we're gonna elevate the the, the, yeah. the profession. So right. our our dress code is black black slacks, 
blue slacks or gray slacks, mm-hmm. uh, nice nice polo shirt or or, or button down, um, and again it just goes into everything we want is to be different. Right, right. So, so you get into this. It, it's is it Ross? Russ. Russ. Okay. Russ. So uh-huh. Russ is your business partner. Um, you guys are game planning. You're talking this mm-hmm. through. I'm sure you're good buddies as well. So when you're talking through this process. I know you have you're, you're to a point where you have 17 locations. Mm-hmm. You obviously have been very successful, but in the beginning, did you ever envision that? Did you ever say, well, "Hey, we're just going to keep adding places"? Well, so so that was the goal. Yeah. Okay, so the reason why we didn't name it Lad and and Huffstetler Physical Therapy is yeah. because you can't brand that. Right. Okay. Uh, and when you're when you're when you're creating a team and creating a vision. Uh, you want people who are going to buy in, right? Um, and there's not a lot of people that are going to buy in yeah. when it's all about us, yeah. You know, and when our when our when our names are on the door, that says this is all about Heath and Russ, right? And that is not what what we had envisioned. Yeah, that's not the culture no, you want to create no, at that, all. And and that's not saying there's anything wrong with people right. who that there's right. nothing wrong with it. Right. It just depends on what your goals are, what you're trying to. That's, do. that's yeah. right. Got you. How, right. how did y'all come up with the dynamics name? Uh, well, so we wanted to be an organization that is considered dynamic. Okay, so when you think about something that's dynamic, it's always moving. Yeah. Okay, that's what that's what dynamic means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also wanted to be different and unique, so we took the CS off the end and replaced it with the X. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so when we created our logo, we played off the X in our logo. And if you if if you look at our logo, you can. Find our logo at dynamics.life, uh, D-Y-N-A-M-I-X.life, L-I-F-E. But if you look at the logo, it's an X, and it's in a box, but there's there's a tail coming out of the box. Okay, So the tail coming out of the box indicates that we're an outside-the-box company. Okay? I like that. And if you look at the X, too, the tail is kind of smoke. And the X is, looks to be moving in that in in an upward and forward direction. Okay, so as a company, we always want to be moving forward and upward. So that's what the logo means. So whenever we created the company, we try to create meaning in everything. You know, nothing was nothing was just because that it looks good or that's what right. the rest won't like. Like we want meaning in everything right. that people can identify with and buy into. There's a purpose there's for everything purpose you're doing. For, there's a purpose for everything. Yeah, that's right. So you opened your first clinic in Milan, Tennessee. Milan in 09. 09. Mm-hmm. So talk about that process, getting that one open. <laughs> I'm sure so, that was fun. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean it, it was. Fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. So we we have our fifteen year birthday this year celebration. Wow. Uh, we're having that in May. Um, but yeah, so we we Russ and I just identified Milan as an kind of an underserved area. Mm-hmm. Uh, identified Gibson County in general as, as an underserved area. Uh, we had no. We don't have family in Milan. We have no political wow. allies in Milan. We knew no doctors in Milan. We just leased about a twelve hundred square foot foot space and just hung a sign above the door um shot in the dark sounds like shot in the dark <laughs> a lot of uh, research though yeah some yeah. yeah um so obviously whenever you do that it's it's not a it's not a field of dreams deal right, right? it's not a, if you build it they will come mm-hmm. that is not how it works mm-hmm. okay uh so initially when we started uh russ was doing full-time home health so he didn't draw an income from the company I did contract home health to supplement my income, mm-hmm. so I didn't br- draw a paycheck from the company either. So each patient that I saw, that that money stayed in the company for growth. Right, because okay? y'all are trying to build this. Because we're, yeah. we're trying to build. So, and I would advise anybody, you know, going into business, 
start small, mm-hmm. finish big. Mm-hmm. Always start small, though. Uh, and we and we we definitely started small. Yeah. Um, but just man, just had the mentality of you know, like I said, we had we had no doctors sending us patients. We had no political allies. Yeah. Uh, so, but what that made us do is every patient that we did see was our next marketing opportunity. Cool. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So you're as a, as a clinician, your best marketing opportunity is a patient sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. So what we work to do is to create an experience so good mm-hmm. that it made people want to tell other people about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we 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 grew as a word of mouth company. Yeah. Now, to this day, obviously, we we have a whole marketing team now, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But it still emphasized to our clinicians that even though we have a marketing team, your number one priority is to market to that patient in front of you, mm-hmm. and you do that by providing an outstanding service. Right. That's 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 how it goes. So so as we grow, we can't lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that is our philosophy to this day. It was the philosophy when the company started, and it still is the philosophy now. Fifteen years later, 15 which years is later. awesome. That's right. Which is awesome. So you open the first one in Milan. You get going with that, obviously. Um, the, the first year or so, did you kind of know, hey, number two, you know, second spot's coming, or was it kind of later? When did well, that second, third clinic open? So what happened with our second clinic is that I went and met with Trenton Peabody uh, yeah. coaches and staff. Uh, Kent Scott and, and Tim Allen, I'm still uh, indebted to them this day. Uh, and as a young kid, uh, met with them and just said, hey, will you give me a chance to start covering your sports? So in <laughs> – for some reason, they they agreed to, to let, yeah. let let us do it. So, and y'all would have a trainer at the games. Well, the, initially the trainer was, was rushing you? me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, so we, we we started covering Trenton. So we we had the you know the, the Trenton athletes were driving all the way to Milan for therapy. Ah. So we thought, well, let's make it easy on them and put a clinic in Trenton. So Trenton is our number two clinic. Gotcha. Uh, it was our second one that we opened. We put it there because we had the team. So you were focused on Gibson County from from the jump then. I was, yeah. I was, yeah, we, we were, um, but I wouldn't really say focused on Gibson County. I would say focused on building a team. Right. Uh, what I've learned, uh, you know, in my time in business is that opening a clinic is easy. Yeah. Uh, finding the leader to lead the clinic is very difficult. Yeah. Uh, so we had we had a leader that we were grooming for Trenton, mm-hmm. uh, Ross Pope. Uh, he was our first hire as a, as a PT, one of my good friends too. Uh, so he he took over the Trenton Clinic eventually. Uh, I, I I opened it and then he took it over and has ran ran with it ever since. Wow. So wow. So let's go uh, let's go to that that point you just made. You've got 17 locations. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know he's probably still trying to grow some more. How hard is it to find? the staff, the right leader. Talk about that process. That That is the number one, uh, I would say, obstacle mm-hmm. for growth is finding talent, mm-hmm. uh, finding people who are going to buy into mm-hmm. the vision, uh, and finding people who, who can lead. Uh, that, is, that is the number one obstacle. Uh, to answer that obstacle, we have a full-time director of recruitment gotcha. right now. So we are trying to fill our, our, our pipeline. Yeah. Uh, so that's hiring kids while they're still in school. Um, that's giving tuition reimbursement, uh, just trying to fill that, that pipeline. Um, so our, our model is not based on markets. Mm-hmm. Our model is based on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we find the potential leader. Uh, we train them, mm-hmm. uh, both clinically and in, in business and leadership. And then we collaborate with them on where do you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I try not to dictate 
mm-hmm. where anybody goes uh, because that's a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. typically. Right. Uh, so you know, whenever you start dicta- dic- dictating where people live and work, oh, yeah. they're going to quit. Yeah. Okay. So it's much better if you can collaborate on the front end and let them choose where they want to be and use our model in whatever right. community they want to be. And you guys have options for people. And we have it's, options. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely have options. Yeah. Definitely have yeah. options. So it's not about market as much as it is about people. Right. Uh, and in saying that, you know, knock on wood, we, we've never had to, had to close a clinic. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the threat is that when you're in these rural markets, you know, mm-hmm. let's say, let's say McKenzie. Yeah. Okay, and your clinic director leaves McKenzie. Who who are you going to find to replace mm-hmm. somebody in McKenzie? Yeah, you know because they saying? have that personal touch in that community too. Right. Yeah. And it's just such a small town. Yeah. You know, so whenever you have, a, so if a director leaves one of these rural markets, it's so hard to replace mm-hmm. because it's so hard to find talented people. Right. You know, because you know, a lot of times your young and talented people want to go to Memphis, Nashville. You know, your bigger market, bigger yeah. markets. So yeah. typically, the people we get are people who are native to Northwest Tennessee. Right. That are okay. happy with that it. are happy and, and want to be back here. Right. Want want to build in their community. Right. And things like that. Right. So that that's always a threat of being in a very small market. It's just hard to find talented people to lead it. it but but in saying that, if you let them choose that small market. Mm-hmm. Then they've got buy-in, right. and they have told you that's where they want to be, and, and they know you're working with leave. them. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, and, so I don't, I don't, I don't pull somebody from Memphis and say, "Hey, you got to go to McKenzie." Right. They're not going to do it. They ain't going to do it. <laughs> no. So, so anyway, so our model revolves around people. Right. It does. And that, that's how you run a business. That's how you run a business. That's how, that's how yep. you do it. Well, if I'm a patient listening to this, or maybe I'm uh, just think, maybe I'm not even listening. Maybe I'm just thinking about uh, switching up where I'm going for physical therapy. If you're sitting with me talking to a first-time patient, what what are some of the things that you guys talk about? Yeah, so you know that make y'all different, right? So we what, that's what I was going to yeah. say. We talked earlier about what makes us unique and what makes us different. Um, and if you've had physical therapy before or other places, I can guarantee you it's going to be different. Yeah, um, we're a, we're a hands-on based company. Uh, you're going to get hands, skilled hands, laid on you uh, for for treatment. Um, that's that's our mo. I mean, we we are a manual therapy, hands-on based facility. Um, and I can assure you that the facility will be modern. It's going to be clean. Uh, you're going to love the staff because they love people what they and do. they love what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I found it uh, interesting that the less I preach customer service, the better it gets. Yeah. The more I preach culture, the better customer service is. Right. So when you have a group of happy people Customer service is just a byproduct of that. Yeah, you know. And so and you can't. So you can't. You can't fake customer service. Right. You know what I'm saying. And you've got to have it these days. I mean, it's you got important. To. Very you got important. To. And, yeah. and if you if if you think about the medical field, mm-hmm. doctors' offices, what like the the typical these days is drab. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk in. It's a dull environment. Mm-hmm. You've got somebody behind the front desk that you can tell really don't want to be there. Right. Yeah. You know, so, and, but when you're in pain, there's an emotional and mental component to yeah. that too. Yeah. So, you know, what I learned is if we can feed the emotional and mental com- component by just loving people mm-hmm. and tend to the physical component, mm-hmm. that's, that's a recipe for su- success. Yeah. Um, so, so we really try to nurture the emotional and mental uh, parts of physical pain. Uh, along with treating physical pain, uh, and I think that's one of the big, big reasons why we're 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 here today. This is pure so. curiosity for me, really. Okay. Uh, how do you guys get in with like the doctors? How do you how do you get people to refer patients to you? I guess is what I'm saying. You know, our our goal from the start was 
patients to know where they wanted to do therapy before they mm. went to the doctor. Okay. Okay. So so we're not leaving it up to a doctor or political allies. Like we we're, we want to be a community based model. Right. A community facing company that markets directly to the people. Okay. Now. At, at this phase in our in our, our lifespan, do we market to doctors? Absolutely, uh, and we to. get yeah. uh, have to, and yeah. we get a ton of referrals from doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're the largest sports medicine provider in, in the state, so we have twenty three partner schools. Um, so we so so we refer a lot to doctors in the area too. So when you do that, a lot of times they're they're going to pay back the favor, right? You know, so we we do control a lot of referrals. That helps us generate a lot of referrals too, right? But right. but but again, you know, going in and and just talking like I'm talking talking to you and just right. educating providers on what we do that's different, how we're different, and just to give us a chance. Yeah. And, and I, up, most most have. Yeah, yeah, and going back to the patient side, the environment sounds like that's what makes people excited to be there. I mean, when you're when you're hurt, I mean, yeah. you want to have an environment where you it's positive. You know, in Jordan, like the whenever I graduated, the the stereotypical PT, okay, most people think about pain, torture, like mm. physical therapy is awful. Right. Like, it's awful. I've heard several people a- say absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. so our goal was to create something that's fun, you know, something that's unique and people enjoyed and loved. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's ironic and it's funny because a lot of times we get patients in that don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get discharged. Mm-hmm. They love coming to therapy. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want patients to love to do th- physical therapy. Mm-hmm. We want physical therapy to be fun. We want it to be enjoyable, and we want it to obviously be something that that that, that gets you back to what you want to do. Um, but but those are but but there's more than just that goal, though. Are you guys with that patient every step of the way outside of the clinic too? Like if they call and have questions, and oh things yeah, like absolutely, anything like that. Absolutely, yeah. you know, and we have we have six health clubs too. Gotcha. Um, so. You know, at those sites, you know, when we do discharge somebody, we usually kind of shift them over to the health club side mm-hmm. uh, and let them continue their their basically their, like a teammate, ba- yeah. like a teammate. Yeah. So, so obviously, when they come in, our our our, our PTs and PTAs are there on site. Mm-hmm. So, if there's ever any questions or hey, can you look at this? Mm-hmm. Like that's a big perk for, mm-hmm. for our patients too. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the school side. Sure, I, I've I've seen the growth there mm-hmm. covering high school sports mm-hmm. in this area. Um, that seems like it's been a point of emphasis for you guys. Speak about those relationships with some of those schools. Yeah. So if I were if I were to divide uh, you know the company into three parts, mm-hmm. it's, it's physical therapy, obviously. It's fitness, health mm-hmm. clubs, and then it's sports medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's something that you know Russ and I, being former athletes, uh, you know obviously we feel like that's an area that we could that that we could succeed in mm-hmm. uh, and that, that we had knowledge in. Uh, so yeah, that was a big emphasis early on. Uh, is you know. Getting getting school partners, uh, very very difficult mm. uh, to get school partners sure. in this area. Yeah. Highly highly political. Yeah. On on you know <laughs> I it, can it, see that you too. can imagine. <laughs> um, so you know a lot of times it's not really about <laughs> what we found is it's not really about the offering like a superior service. Right. It's about networking and getting mm. to know people to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously our our, our service is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Right. Uh, but we've had to really work at just getting to know people, yeah, and networking, and building trust, and building a bond, and then and then that's when doors started started to open. And you've got the traditional gym too, right? People can get a membership to a, just yeah. Come work so out. so you know I, I mentioned our health health clubs earlier. Those right. are those are all twenty four hour deals. 
Yeah. So yes, you can come anytime you want. To. Anytime you so want. So that's to. kind of the three three pro, three step yep. for your company. It's the physical PT, therapy, fitness, sports med. Awesome, that's right. awesome. So you got you guys are covering the whole the whole ground on We're that run, side. Running the it. gamut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, let's go a little bit back to a personal side as we wrap up here today. Sure. Um, when you're running a company like this, obviously I know it's it's got to be very busy. I mean I know your schedule's crazy. Um, talk a little bit about your self motivation with your family, your kids, things like that. Sure. Um, so I have retired from clinical practice. Okay. My role now is more admin, leadership, managerial. Uh, Russ is overseeing kind of the operational side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's more uh, kind of out of the forefront. Uh, I'm overseeing more of the marketing and development mm-hmm. side. Uh, so I'm, I'm, Russ is on the kind of the interior. I'm on the exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the, our mo- motivation really hadn't changed. So as you, as you grow and as you scale, I would say that the number one challenge is to maintain quality. Right. So we've put a big emphasis on quality control, mm-hmm. brand development, uh, because, you know, the thing is, if a patient has a, has a bad experience, let's say at Dynamics Millington, mm-hmm. that, that affects the whole company. Oh, yeah, because it's the name. Because it's the name. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So our goal is to have a similar experience for each customer or patient, regardless of where they go. Mm-hmm. So if they come to Dynamics Milan, the experience should be very similar to if they went to Dynamics Paris. Right. Okay. So when you're building a brand, staying consistent mm-hmm. is key, but it's also difficult. Right. Okay. Especially when you're still opening That's right. locations. That's right. Because yeah. if, you, if you think about brands that you use, mm-hmm. you know, and if you think about why you use them, it's because you know what you're getting. Right. You know, there's a level of con- 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 consistency yeah. between the product. Yeah. And you're comfortable. But, and you're, and because you're comfortable. you know that's it. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's um, right. So that's that's still our goal. And I would say, you know, outside of recruiting uh, and leading and empowering, uh, I would say that quality control is the next toughest thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's next for you guys? You still looking to open some more? Or? We are uh, next uh, looking at some, you know, other states, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's the next um, logical move. Is you know, we, we've pretty much <laughs> surrounded West West Tennessee, <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so the next step is you know looking at Arkansas, Kentucky, Mississippi. You know, some some states that that border Tennessee that would be easy entrance for us, um, and then expanding some east as well. Um, yeah. But we're we're more of a rural market based company. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing is that when when you get in these bigger markets. Um, the cost of doing business in- increases yeah. uh, by a lot, yeah. uh, but but insurance payments stay the same. Yeah. So you know your your margins are much slimmer when you get into bigger cities. So we have really done well in our small rural markets, and yeah, I love that model. Yeah. Uh, so you know once we get into like Mississippi, like it's probably still going to be the same kind of model, right? You know because that's what we've really done 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 well at. Yeah, and y'all. Are- Consistent message being consistent. That's that's it's marketing one hundred and one. That's marketing I mean, that, one hundred and one. That's what you got to have. You got to be consistent you got, across the board. You got to be yeah. consistent. Yeah. That's right. From Newburgh, Tennessee, man. That's kind of started this and took this and ran with it. Um, what what do you what would you say to to twelve thirteen year old Heath lad? I would just say to any twelve and thirteen year yeah. old, like have the mindset to always do your best. Right. It doesn't matter what it is because always doing your best is a mindset, mm-hmm. and it's a mindset that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life. And the earlier in life that you can adopt that mindset, the better. Yeah. So I don't care if it's making a smoothie. I don't <laughs> care if it's sweeping the floor. Yeah. Be all, good at it. Always do yeah. your best mm-hmm. because that's going li- to that that mindset's going to carry you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And if if you're not diligent and responsible in the small things, there's no way you're going to be 
diligent and responsible and successful in the big things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got to adopt that mindset early on mm-hmm. and take that with you for the rest of your life. We always end with a fun one. Okay. If you could do anything else, what would it be? Any other job? You got to completely outside of physical therapist. I would definitely be like a professional athlete. Oh, for sure. I mean, specific team position. No, I, no, I, I would take I, I would take any of them. Yeah, maybe like even like a backup quarterback. Yeah, that would be the best. I one. mean, or a fired football coach. That's what I've always said. A fired college football coach with a buyout. You might. How nice would that be? You might have me have have, have me beat on that. <laughs> You're right. You're right about that. Well, Heath, I appreciate your time today. Hey, man. thank you, Jordan. Heath Ladd, co-owner of Dynamics Physical Therapy here in West Tennessee, joining us here on the Seven Three One Today podcast. That'll do it for this episode. Tune in with us next week for more.